Everybody knows you get more consumer information shopping for groceries or a car than you can from the healthcare industry. And when it comes to U.S. hospitals, the issue of transparency has not always been at the forefront of the information wave sweeping the country, but that may be changing. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Richard Umdenstock, the President and Chief Executive Officer of the American Hospital Association, a trade association that represents some 5,000 U.S. hospitals and healthcare systems. Prior to his role, Mr. Umdenstock was Executive Vice President of Providence Health and Services, a large 27-hospital system in the Northwest United States that includes facilities in Washington, Alaska, Montana, Oregon, and California. Mr. Umdensock is a fellow of the American College of Healthcare Executives, serves on the National Quality Forum Board of Directors, and is a member of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Committee of 100. And I'm pleased to have him joining us today from his offices in the nation's capital. Rich Umdenstock, welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD. Thank you, Bruce. Great to be here. It's great to have you because hospitals have been among the medical care providers under perhaps the most pressure to provide more transparency because you've got the leapfrog group out there and they're saying hospitals need to do this, hospitals need to do that. So just how are they doing in this regard? Well, I think we're making huge strides. Hospitals have embraced the concept of transparency and are now actively reporting to a national website and a national repository called hospitalcompare.com. This is a collaborative effort that hospitals, along with consumer groups, business, the federal government, and others, helped to form almost five years ago now. And the uh, information is available to consumers on hospitalcompare.com. And it is being built out all the time in terms of the number of clinical areas being measured, being reported, and being available to the public. So I think we're making great strides. We all know we have more to do, but the Hospital Quality Alliance is very serious about this work and working very effectively together on behalf of consumers and providers because the hospitals and physicians of this country find this information to be very helpful in their performance improvement efforts as well. Just a few years ago, it probably would have been unheard of for somebody to be able to go to a website and find out actually how much a service costs, but we are seeing that, are we not? Yes, we are. And I think the reason that a few years ago, or certainly in the last decade, we've come a long way, is that for a long time in healthcare, there weren't common definitions about how to define and then measure and report on clinical indicators. So there's a whole new science of clinical quality measurement and improvement that's emerging, along with the emergence of national data systems that are helping to collect and analyze this information that we just didn't have five and ten years ago, but that we have today and that we're starting to make use of. One of the most important parts of this I just mentioned, which is national consensus around the identification, definition, and specifications for measurement of clinical indicators. In other words, how do you define a heart attack? How do you define the steps that should be taken to get the best outcomes for heart attack? Well, we didn't have any kind of national consensus mechanism, but we do now. You mentioned as part of your kind introduction of me, the National Quality Forum. NQF, as we call it, has emerged as that national consensus body for clinical measurement and reporting. 
So rather than just responding to different requests from different payers or, or other groups, hospitals are able to look at those indicators that have been vetted and supported nationally and that we're now adopting through HQA for data collection and reporting. So the whole system is starting to come together in a way that's much better for consumers and for providers. Well, could you give us an example, too, maybe some specific examples of what is available and where there's been consensus? So, I mean, if I'm a consumer or a provider, you might base admissions of patients on some of this data where you couldn't do that before. Could you give us an example? Well, we've got clinical indicators that are now being collected and reported in various areas of patient condition. I mentioned heart attack or AMI, acute myocardial infarction, as it's called in the clinical world, congestive heart failure, pneumonia, pediatric asthma, surgical care, and so on. So what we're looking at in each of these would be what are the steps that have been agreed upon based on evidence, a clinical evidence, and expert review by the clinicians involved? What are the steps in the treatment of patients with each of those conditions? And they'll be very different for each one, obviously. Some of the steps need to be taken in the emergency room because heart attack patients are obviously entering the hospital through that entrance more so than maybe pneumonia patients. But we track the condition and the care that's given in different locations within the healthcare system and start to put out the markers for what are the most widely accepted treatments that are showing the best results. And some of those are process measures, some of those are outcome measures. We have to learn a lot more about that, and we're even getting into efficiency and cost measures, although we're a lot farther behind in that. So there's a variety of things available today for the consumer to look at. Well, if you're just joining us, or if you are new to our channel, you're listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and my guest today is Rich Umdenstock. He's the president and CEO of the American Hospital Association, and we're talking about an ever-evolving and growing transparency in healthcare, and particularly at hospitals, because consumers, of course, are known to you know go on the internet, and they can actually go on hospital websites and find out a lot of information about how care is delivered that actually helps them make better decisions on and ask better questions, I believe, Rich. Isn't that what the case is? Yeah, that's exactly what we're hoping to spur more of a better informed patient and consumer population asking more questions so that they understand their condition best. They also understand what the best practices are that are known today, and they also can see which hospitals and ultimately which physicians have the best outcomes. Now, we know in a lot of cases, admissions to hospitals are not elective. So we don't expect people at the point of trauma and accident to be shopping around for care. But over time, becoming more aware of organizations' capabilities uh, in different, uh, more elective areas would be important, or to make their wishes known as to where they want to go if they're in an accident and critical situation. So we think that helping the uh, consumer make their choice is important, but also with hospitals knowing that this information is public and being viewed by others, it serves to spur improvement because every hospital, like every individual, would love to be above average. So everybody's always striving to uh, improve. 
Well, and the interesting thing about, you talked about the website, and I'll mention it again, hospitalcompare.com, where some of this information is available. But also, you know, in a marketing environment, if you're a hospital, I mean, I can think of some websites. If you go to the Mayo Clinic website, for example, and you check out this or that, from a marketing standpoint and a competitive environment, and an even more competitive environment hospitals are in these days, it sort of behooves the hospitals and providers out there to provide as much information about their quality as possible before it's potentially mandated by the government. Well, that's true. Every hospital wants to be understood as being patient and consumer friendly and patient and consumer oriented. So transparency is one more way to make an important connection with your community. So hospitals are spurred by that. Hospitals also know that other sources of information are important to the consumer. Certainly Joint Commission accreditation is an important seal of approval. And the Joint Commission also portrays hospital quality information on its quality check website. And the Joint Commission accreditation status of a hospital participating in that accreditation program is made public. So hospitals are making it easier for prospective patients and family members to find this information by not just sending them to the hospital compare or quality check websites, but actually posting it on their own websites in a consumer-friendly manner. And we're learning all the time what is most useful to the consumer, what format and what degree of detail and interpretation. So we hope to improve that over time as well. Well, there are some people, Congress and other places that, you know, are critical saying, you know what, there's not enough information. Are there any roadblocks, either regulatory or legislative, that are preventing uh, hospitals or providers from getting more information out to the public? Well, one very practical hurdle for hospitals is that the data systems inside the hospital, the electronic medical record, doesn't exist today. So a lot of the information that is collected has to be done by hand. So there is an aspect of administrative burden to the data collection, uh, cleansing, and reporting process that's involved here. So that's a practical hurdle. In terms of incentives, there is an incentive from Medicare. Without getting too technical here, uh, the hospital each year receives an update in its Medicare rates And getting that full update has been linked to reporting this information. So there's a financial incentive that has helped to spur reporting. We have reporting now from virtually all hospitals that see these particular diagnoses. There are cases where some hospitals, either because they're specialty facilities or smaller facilities, don't see every one of the reported diagnoses. So if a hospital's data doesn't appear, that doesn't mean that they're not good or they're not participating. But virtually 100% of hospitals seeing these patients are reporting the information. So we're getting there, but significant improvement in electronic medical records and access to the data would be a great enhancement of this overall process. Well, look to the future, if you will. What could you say that patients and providers might see on a hospital website or a hospital doing maybe five, ten years from now that they don't do now? Do you think that we'll one day see advertising prices on TV? Well, I'm not so sure we'll see advertising prices on TV, but I do think you can count on seeing a lot more by way of clinical quality indicators, patient satisfaction indicators that Medicare will start posting in the spring of this year, as well as price and cost measurements that are in the pipeline or starting to be developed. So what you might envision in five or 10 years is more of an index 
that might have been developed or a balanced scorecard that might have been developed. Right now, again, because this is all so new, we're reporting a lot on individual indicators, but not necessarily making the connection across them. So in five or ten years, I think we'll be a lot more knowledgeable about and coherent in communicating what all of these add up to in a way that might be even more useful to the consumer. Well, I would like to thank Rich Umdenstock, who's been our guest on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. He's the president and chief executive officer of the American Hospital Association. And one thing that providers and consumers will be seeing is certainly more hospital information, clinical information, and indicators about their care as this movement toward more and more transparency sweeps the country. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comment and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts. And I would like to thank you today for listening.